welcome to a very special edition of the Klaus to the Heart Live on ONTV. I'm Jason Klaus, and I am so excited about this show for a number of different reasons. As you saw at the very top of the program, here tonight is going to be unlike anything that we've done here, you know, so far on my time here on ONTV. Joining me here tonight is somebody extraordinary. And if you follow our podcast on Anchor.fm every Saturday morning, you know of my 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 my, my friend, my co-host, uh, Wendy McBride Washburn of Wendy's World is here tonight. And and here tonight, Wendy, it's I know you're freaking out, and it's going to be perfectly fine. But number one, I really appreciate you coming on here because I think this is going to broaden our our spectrum as far as our show because full full disclosure Wendy's World is the the highest rated show on our podcast n- network so that's it's, still yeah it's really still, absolutely wow. you know there are people who like listening to you talk believe it or not <laughs> Okay. So before we get started, because we are going to to tackle a topic here, here tonight, because like I said last month, we're 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 going to to do this more as like a podcast in, environment, and we try to find a topic that we think is going to to resonate with you, our our viewers. This is no exception, and I and I realize Wendy that this is a little bit out of our usual wheelhouse usually when when we're doing our podcast is through skype so like she's at her house i'm at mine and we see each other through a, a video monitor not so much here and uh we i know it's weird like we're in the same yeah. place at that the, at the same time but um so this is going to be very cool and i know you're nervous but there's no need to be. Okay. I just need right. you to, to be Wendy. Okay. <laughs> I can do that. Yeah. Um, so here's the topic because I think that this is going to be something that really resonates with a lot of people. It, it does with me. It does with you. It does with anybody really who has a pulse because at, at some point in our lives, during our day, we are going to encounter these there's challenges, there's roadblocks. You've heard me talk about it a thousand times. Um, but how we go about it really will will be what what defines a person, right? Because there are there are many of us that if things seem too insurmountable, we don't want to do anything. Like we just think that maybe we can just put our heads in the sand and, and the storm will blow over and everything is is normal. Well, we all know in reality that by and large that does not happen so tonight we are going to do like a shout out of sorts it's going to be a shout out to the people who haven't felt okay lately but they still get up every day and and refused to quit now this when i saw this th- this was actually written in a meme and i saw it on social media and i'm like okay well here it is this is our topic because I know, I mean, especially now, in the here and now, there's just so much happening in the world around us, both globally and more locally and individually. At some point, and I'm sure you've encountered this, you come across these 
these issues, these problems, you know, whether it be work or family or, out of, you know, God forbid, any kind of like health, you know, scare or whatever, it becomes too much. And you're just like, I can't do this. I don't want to do this. I, you know, I don't know what to do. Well, there are people that will find a way to make it happen. There are people that even though that's the last thing that they want to do, they are going to look into themselves and dig deep, right? Mm -hmm. Now, have you ever encountered a, a situation in your life or with somebody that means the world to you where you're either you or them have been in kind of a rut, you're kind of in neutral, you are, are dealing with, with a, a situation that is just too much and you were a, able to, to tap into something? You know, Jason, um, I, I, many times I have found myself in that position. I'm a very emotional person. What? I know. I don't even know who you are. Right I now. know, right? <laughs> I and lots of things affect me very personally, probably more so than others. But at the same same time, I believe most people go through this. I really do. I think it just it's a life experience that you have to learn how to deal with different issues or problems that come up in your life. Um, I, a lot of people probably won't admit it, but I think that's part of the problem also, that sharing and talking about what triggers your shutdown mode or wh whatever it is, that you see that you're not alone, that so many people go through this, you know, just certain things affect you stronger than others. Um, when I have, you know, a family problem with, you know, uh, an argument or a misunderstanding or anything that has happened with, you know, my mother, my aunt, my in-laws, anything that digs deep and it affects me. And I, I am one of those that um, when something... <sighs> Uh, affects me so deeply, I, I think I can just go to sleep. Mm -hmm. I'm just gonna sleep for a couple of days and and sometimes actually, you know, kind of just decompressing and, and not focusing so much on it brings me to be able to deal with it at a later moment, so. I love the fact that you used the word sh shut down. That, that, that really resonates with me mm -hmm. because that's how I was for the longest time. And, and it's just now until recently that I've been able to kind of change my, my, my course of action, my, my thought process, because for the longest time, if anything came across my radar that caused me any kinds of ill feelings, whether it be, you know, something that happened at work that affects the job or something more personal in, in my personal life. Like, I'll be straight up with you, you know, you and I have, have, have talked about this at nauseum, it seems like, in, in some cases. Like, the whole thing with losing my brother screwed me up bad, and I'm still dealing with it. And it's one of those things, I mean, that comes a couple of years after losing my mom, and, you know, there's been... a 
a series of events that have taken place over the course of my life to where it I feel overwhelmed. I feel like I don't know how to handle this. So I go into shutdown mode. I try to lock all that crap up inside. Now, there's a number of reasons, like in, in my cases, because like I've always been perceived as kind of like the rock of the family, right? Okay. Because mm -hmm. anytime something, especially when my brother was here, if, if we dealt with something that was extraordinary, like, you know, the glaring example was when my mom passed away, um, I had to make sure that he was okay. I needed to you know, make sure that my dad was okay. I needed to make sure that everybody else was okay. Then I'll worry about how I'm feeling. Um, and it's, you know, that's just one, one example. But anytime you deal with any kind of, of, of circumstance, I very much go in, in, into shutdown mode because I always, I've, I've always felt like I've had to guard myself because I've had, I've had cases in, in, in the course of my life to where I have tried to explain how I feel. I've tried to to you know show people like what what is happening on the inside or try to il illustrate that. And obviously, if you paid any close attention to me, me trying trying to verbalize you know things, especially a high stress you know s situation, it does not bode well for me. Like I can't find the right words or I stutter or whatever the case may be, I go into shutdown mode. Mm -hmm. And that very much, you know, can affect how how a person goes about life because if you are on defense all, all the time, you're not going to, you know, you're not going to do the, the quote unquote right thing or the healthy thing because any any professional will, will sit here and tell you until you're blue in the face that you can't keep everything locked up. You have to actually... You know, you have to talk about your feelings, you have to, but when, when those things are used against you, which has been the case several times, what's my motivation here, right? But I also, now, now that I'm older and I have, I have different people in my inner circle now, which makes all the difference in the world, right? Because if you feel like you are not alone, that you do have one or two or three people that you can confide in. Well, by God, that makes all the difference in the world, right? Yeah. So does. as as you're as you're laying out, you know, your situations and things of this nature, do you have a, a strong, you know, su support, su you know, group or one person, your best friend, your husband, or whoever? Do you have that one person that you can lean on or or, or rely on? And how does that help you as you're as, as you're dealing with with all this stuff? I would say my number one support is my husband. Sure. He, yeah, he is my rock. Um, in any situation, um, whether it's sadness or anger or frustration, he is the one common denominator that I am able to explain exactly how I'm feeling and he can give me an alternative way to think about it mm -hmm. and and bring me back to some sort of normalcy or whatnot. I have others in my life as well. I do have a really good, I believe, support system, but he is my number one for sure. Like he, I, I mean, he, he makes me want to be a better person. <laughs> he does. Like that's, <laughs> 
I look at him and his advice and his words and whatnot, and and it, I strive to to be the best that I can be with you know. <laughs> so yeah. Can I just tell you this? And I'm sure that the the camera caught it. And and if you're watching, when she when she was just saying that, your whole face just lit right up. <laughs> Just lit right up. He's, he's an amazing man. He really is. And and, listen. You know I'm not that easy to deal with. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. I mean, truer words may never have been spoken. You know what I'm saying? A lot of emotions I, going through. Yeah. But that's what makes you you, right? Yeah. But right. At the same time, and, and my point here was, you can tell how much his influence means on you because your whole aura changed as soon as you start talking about him. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, and I know this is kind of going off on a sidebar, but. We're good at that though. I am good. I mean, anybody that watches <laughs> any, any of our shows knows that that is a common thing with me. Um, you gotta have people like that in your life. Definitely. And when you feel like you can't, you got that one person that you know is going to accept you on your absolute worst day, right? Exactly. And they're still yeah. going to love you no matter what because even look, when you act a fool, <laughs> some more than others. But we're, you know, nobody's keeping score. Sorry. Nobody's keeping score here. Sorry. I. But in all seriousness, it, it is so crucial, important, and I've got to believe that having that kind, you know, knowing, like you can just fall right apart. You mm -hmm. can just have a complete mental lapse of any kind of rationalization of anything. But you have that rock, you have that foundation, you have that person that you can lean on. Your husband is very much that for you. Yes, he and, is. And yes. I mean, I've always, I've, I've always been a believer that you can say anything you want until the cows come home. But there's a difference between saying it and there is a difference between actually, do, you know, you know, feeling it and doing it. And, right. And like, like actions I, speak a lot louder than words. Thank for you. That's sure. that's exactly. I was trying to get to that point, and it was going I, all over I'm, the place. I I I got you. Yeah, I know you do. That's what <laughs> that's what that's what makes this work, right? Um, but listen, there there are those people, and like. I've done several different in interviews with people for the podcast and, th and things of this nature, and they are struggling. And a common theme that I see with a lot of these stories is, as, as they plummet to where they think is rock bottom, is because, number one, they feel like they have no other alternative. They feel like they, that life has just beaten them down into the ground. and. Whatever comes their way, for whatever reason, is what they deserve. I don't believe that. I, I mean, unless you are just a really awful person at heart, well then, <laughs> you know, that's karma that's coming back around and kicking you right square upside your jaw. Um, that does happen. I'm a firm believer now. What goes around comes around. You know, if you're going to be a good person, good things by and large are going to come back to you. But if you are a bad person and you think that you are, you are, you know, fooling everybody, there's, there's, there's two people in this world, no matter what you do, you will never ever be able to, to BS. N number one is karma. 
Number two is that person that, that, that looks at you when you're looking in the mirror. Because at the end of the day, you got to get right with yourself in so many facets of life. If you are not 100% honest with yourself, you're only going to go so far. Because in the back of your mind, in the pit of your stomach, there's going to be that, that seed of doubt, right? Okay. Now, for those people who are struggling right now, that are really having a they're in a bad way they are they're dealing with things at home they're dealing with things at work they're dealing with a number of different emotions when you pile on top of everything you know just one thing right after another right after another you're allowing a different person you're allowing a different ent entity to dictate how you're going to live your life do you think that that's right? Or do you think that this is truly just something of, this is the way it is, this is the circumstance, this is life, this is their life? Because I don't really think that, <coughs> I, I, I firmly believe that we are the captains of our own ships. And yeah, we're gonna go through choppy waters and stuff like that, but ultimately it's gonna be us, uh, up to us to, to grab a hold of the steering wheel and try to navigate through this. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that point that we are the captains of our own ship. We, we have to pull it together. I also believe that sometimes people get in the mindset that they may need a little help. Um, I am always uh, gonna put God first and I think when people steer away from God and they don't use prayer or they, and I know this is kind of a touchy subject with people, but in my heart I feel that sometimes for certain people it may feel too much for them at the moment, but allowing God into their life and allowing people to help them, they may need that more than somebody else a little bit. And I don't wanna say stronger, because I don't wanna put a label that you have to be strong, that sometimes some just aren't able to deal with things that others can't. I don't think that makes them weak, I think that um, they just don't have the know-how. They they may need a helping hand. They may ne need an extra guidance towards God or prayer or whatnot. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And you know, it, man, you're you're hitting all the right buttons here. And it, I mean, you're talking about things that, like, I have experienced personally in the last handful of weeks you know and when anytime you talk about things like religion there there is you're you're going to get one or one of two responses you're going to get somebody that acknowledges or believes that there is a higher power mm -hmm. and then you are going to have the ones that just don't believe in it it's all about evolution and I mean there's certainly 
enough evidence out there that that could that, that does back that up but there is also things in our lives that happen that are extraordinary inexplicable there are things in our lives that may may materialize that we never knew was an option until it's right there in front of you and there is no logical explanation as to why this happened right. or as to what how this whole thing came to be and it does open people's eyes it does make the it brings a different environment to their situation because it opens something of an opportunity for them to either release a lot of this pent-up emotions and all of these different you know feelings that you're dealing with especially if if you are in a situation right now where you are just beaten down physically mentally emotionally you'd start you know chipping away at all three of those basic fundamentals of life you start it starts to get hard to breathe right mm -hmm. like 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 you're saying you know it's like where do what do i do here I don't know what to do. I can't. I can't do this. I can't improve myself. I have always maintained can't either, is, you know, it means either you won't or you don't know how. Like, I've, right. I've said that a thousand times across our platforms here. And I firmly believe that. My uncle, John, said that to me when I was like eight or nine years old. And it stuck with me. And it's something that I keep in the back of my mind when I feel like I can't do this. I can't do that. What is can't? Either, either I won't or I, I, I don't know how. It, but if you don't know how, there's enough resources and people in your life that will show you what you can and can't do, right? Right. Now, and I realize that religion is... It's a touchy topic. I mean, it's right up there with politics. Like right. you're going to get, right. you're you are going to get one side of the proverbial aisle or the other. Listen. What should? No, please. Can I just yeah. stress that? It's, I'll, I'll it, shut up. <laughs> I don't be like that. No. I just wanna before I forget, I wanna throw out there that, and that's okay. Like. What we need to remember as people that you don't have to believe necessarily what I believe and I don't have to believe what you believe, but we can still have a conversation about it without turning to hate or violence or I, it makes me so sad and, and I, I'm guilty in my past, for sure. Like if I'm trying to get my point across and they're trying to get their point across and we're button heads and I'm frustrated and it's like, whoa, wait. Like it's okay, it is. that We're not going to always agree or have the same beliefs. Like I am a firm believer in God and prayer and others are not. Now I pray for them because I would like them to acknowledge or understand or what words you want to use but at the same time I'm going to respect that they believe something different right no absolutely yeah I, I, I I'm 100% on board with that because I think that's where a lot of 
a lot of the division in our society is right now is yeah. that that Huge. that lack of basic respect for each other and our beliefs. Not everybody has to be right all the time. Right. Not everybody had has to have that final word because I've talked about this recently on the podcast is you don't have to have the final word in order to make the biggest impact. You just have to have to come up I, with Yes, one. I listened to them. That was to come very up good with, advice. With the one word or phrase yeah. that does make an impact that that is burned in into your skull, whatever happens after that phrase, after that that sentence is over, it's really null and void because right. you've already made your point. Right. You know. Um listen, as I mean as far as the the religion thing is concerned now <coughs> pardon me anybody that knows me on any level whether it be a personal one or a professional one i am not what you would what you would think of as somebody that's going to spend every sunday morning at church i'm just i'm just not that guy um but i you know as I was a kid, I believed that there was God in heaven. As you know, I got into my teenage years, my early twenties, and things like that. Like I believed, um, I had no reason not to, right? And I mean, there there were things that happened in our lives where we questioned, like, what, where are you? Mm -hmm. Why is this happening to somebody that's decent when all these other less than stellar individuals and I'm trying to watch I don't want to go on one of my rants you know how, how that could be get, get kicked off the air real quick here um, you know why do they reap all of the, all the rewards and the benefits and, and, and things of this nature and here's the thing though um, last year my faith was very much rocked and it got to a point to where I I turned my back on God. I turned my back on the whole concept of religion and everything like that. You were angry. I was, and I still am yeah. to to some degree. Um, but it took another, I don't want to say issue, that's not the right word. It took another circumstance for me, because I... And I don't want to go too far into the weeds here, but there, there is somebody that, um, like I just think the world of, mm -hmm. and and I and I knew that they were going through a very very tough situation, and I, it was almost like out of like I could come up with all kinds of different scenarios and and advice. Maybe you should do this. Maybe you should say that. You know, try looking at it from this way. I had run out of options. I had run out of ideas, and the situation wasn't improving for the for this individual. And I I was I don't want to say I was at wit's end, but I I didn't know what else to do here. And mm -hmm. I shared the story a little bit on on the podcast, but um, I essentially took a stab in the dark and. Um, I had my first conversation with God in my truck during a lunch break at work. And if anybody had been walking around me, they would have seen me having this conversation with absolutely nobody, you know, near me. They would probably thought I was crazy. Probably. But, and it, it could be a sense of timing. 
It could be a sense of coincidence. Um, but by and large, they're, they're, I believe what, what transpired was God listened. Power of prayer. And, uh, and he opened a door of opportunity, a couple of them really, um, that did not present themselves up until that point. And it, it restored some sort of faith in it. Well, in me, it, stored, it restored a lot of faith. But for this individual who wasn't sure if they believed or not, all of a sudden they're starting to rethink about things and how they go about how they feel about religion and, and whether or not that there's a God. And I certainly don't want this to, to become a, a tremendously overtone with, with religion, but it just so happens that in this, in this environment, in this you know, situation, the things that were laid out are inexplicable as to why they happened right then and there. Now, we could say everything happens for a reason mm -hmm. when it happens, um, but I chalk this up as a situation to where there's no reason why this happened the way that it did other than some sort of intervention from a higher power. And that's just what I choose to believe. And, you know, whatever. Think about me whatever you want. But back to what you were saying, somebody that is knocked down and they are at rock bottom or they are dealing with, with a lot of, of issue, even if they want help, they're paralyzed with, with this feeling of fear because apparently in this day and age, folks, we cannot ask for help without being shunned or talked about or, or you're, you're considered to be weak, right? Right. Um, knowing you and your personality, like, I've never known you to be weak. So I can't, I can't imagine, <laughs> does, does this scenario fit you? I've had experiences in my life where I have felt weak or I have felt um, I didn't know how I was going to overcome the situation that I was in, for sure, yeah. I think a lot of it, though, um, growth with God and age. I, 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 those two things, like you look at things differently the older you get. Would you agree? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, like things that used to be important when you were younger are no longer important now. Like the things that really mean stuff, like that's what's important as you get older, you know? Um, so the things when I was younger that affected me that you know took me into a depression or shutdown mode or whatnot i no longer allow to happen because of the mindset that i'm in and i think my relationship with god i so yeah at one point in time for sure i couldn't even imagine <laughs> what I, like i just can't fathom that like you've always i mean i met you through work Right. You know, where well, we work at. That's a perfect example. Okay. How we <laughs> met through work, others were not talking very fondly of me, right. correct? Right. Yeah. And I mean, there's a lot. 
it goes on the fact that you never really know what people are going through. You have no idea, and that's when people say you have no idea what people are going through, so just be kind. Mm -hmm. it, it's so incredibly true because people present themselves in manners and people are so quick to judge. Like when I first started, I was miserable. I was. I was extremely, I was sad. I was not seeing my daughter except maybe an hour a day right. in the morning. I, that kill you know how I, my, what my family means to me. I was not seeing my husband. I was not seeing my daughter. And I, I give a lot. I'm always told T, TMI. I was starting menopause. So mm -hmm. that throws you emotion-wise. So I was absolutely miserable. I didn't even know if I wanted to get hired in. To be honest, I didn't. Second shift, how long is this going to last? I can't go, you know. So I was probably coming in with an attitude because of how miserable I was. And people took that as that I was, you know, this bee of a person when in actuality, if they would have had a conversation with me, they would have understood what a roller coaster I was on with emotions at that time. Right. Now, I, I, I will <laughs> say that a couple of these people are not very nice people <laughs> that I got into disagreements with, and I let them know. <laughs> And I didn't think they were, my opinion, right. that they were not nice people. But for I, I can admit that, you know, part of who I was back then, I, I, was, I was not happy with what was going on with me mentally. Like, I just, it was, it was tough. It was. And so the angst that you felt on a professional level, did that bleed over to your home life? Like, did you bring that animosity or those ill feelings home with you after spending eight or nine hours on the assembly line dealing with, because anybody that's worked in a, in a major manufacturing plant with all kinds of people from all walks of life, you, I mean, you're, you're going to encounter a lot of different people, some awesome people and some not so much. So it's, it's easy for a lot of people to be consumed with that atmosphere, with that environment. They don't know how to turn that crap off. As soon as you punch out, they bring that crap home with them. Were you one of those people or were you not? You know, I'm sure there were times I'm, I'm sure that something, you know, somebody yelling in my face or whatnot, I probably didn't handle it the best at home for the most part, though. I think I was just so happy to be at home sure. when I was home. Like, I was just, that's where my heart was, you know? I mean, second shift is a, is a hard shift for family people. Especially with, with young kids. Yes, Cause yes. Because Lexi was like, she was like in first grade yeah. at the time. Yeah. No, I get it. Like, I, I woke up one day and my son was, was 10 years old. Yeah. And it was like, I felt like I, well, I did. I missed out on the very early stages of his baseball career. And, you know, we had our, our daughter in 2013 and, you know, I missed a lot of her milestones. You know, like I woke up, I was like, I, I got to do something here. Right, You know, it right. just so happened that we were able to go to third and, you know, that obviously, you know, panned out. Yeah. 
So uh, what we're going to do, we are going to run a quick timeout here and uh, run a couple of ads. We will be back with more of Close to the Heart Live on ONTV with my very special guest, Wendy McBride-Washburn, right after these messages. ONTV encourages you to go back to school and attend our 10-week video production workshop. Classes meet on Monday nights from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. and offer instruction on studio production, field production, and nonlinear editing. The cost is $55 per person, and upon completion of the class, you get access to ONTV's facilities and equipment to produce your own program or short film. For more information, give ONTV a call at 248-393-1060 or visit orionontv.org today. Orion Township invites you to bring the family out to the Antique Toy and Comic Expo on Saturday, October 30th from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. Come to the Orient Center on Joslin Road to shop for comic books, action figures, Hot Wheels, antiques, and collectibles. Admission and parking is free to the public. For more information, call 248-391-0304, extension 3500, or visit orientparks.com. Welcome back to Klaus to the Heart Live. It's a very special crossover edition where we have merged with Wendy's World. Has been on the, that's two of our shows on the Jackal Creations Podcast Network. You can check Wendy's show out every Saturday morning. A new episode drops at midnight. Wendy, we've talked a lot. I mean, I know we've gone on sidebars and things like this here tonight, but that, you know, anybody that follows our product knows that's, that's just kind of what I do. But I feel like it's important to add context and, yeah. and examples, right? Because, For sure. you know, we, we can lay out 50 other scenarios and, and, and circumstances and there will be a person that is dealing with the 51st one that we have not touched on. Um, it's, it's important, though, to remember that even though things may seem bleak, things may seem like it's the end of the world in the grand scheme of things it's not it may have significant impact on you yes if you know you lose a loved one or things like this that's obviously going to affect you for in most cases and that's in that circumstance for the for the rest of your life but it does not have to define who you are it does not have to define what you do with, with your life. I f am a firm believer and I mean, I, I try to incorporate this in everyday situations when I'm feeling overwhelmed, I'm feeling sad, I'm feeling angry, I'm feeling whatever. I gotta step back and be like, what would my mom and brother want me to do here? Yeah. You know, and for the longest time, like even to this point in my life, like there are, there are facets and, and, and parts of my life that I have a huge problem of exposing or opening up because it makes it makes you feel vulnerable, right? Because yeah. our feelings are among the most personal things that we have at our disposal. And there are there are people that wear their feelings on their sleeves. Like well, like when you're here. <laughs> For sure. I mean, yeah. so, but that's not necessarily a bad thing either. Like when, when I approach you, when we talk, 
it doesn't take me long to figure out what kind of mood you're in and vice versa. You've said the same thing to me. Right. You know, but with me, you know, I don't necessarily wear my, my heart on my sleeve, but it's how I say things or, yes. the, or the tone of my voice or right. things of this nature. My point here is, as everybody has, if you pay close enough attention, and if they mean enough to you, you will pay close enough attention to the point to where you pick up on the little things. It could be even in the text message. Like if you are used to reading a certain type of format yeah. to a text message, and then you get one one day and something feels off, could be a word missing, could be the way it's structured, could be the just what whatever, you know something's up, right? Yeah, for so sure. So when, when that happens, do you, do you call that person out right then or do you give them a little bit of time to let them approach you if something is bothering you? And if they don't approach it, how long of a time do you allot before you bring it up to them? Like, I know that there's something wrong. So why, why don't we just quit BSing each other yeah. and tell me what's happening? I'm usually right away. Okay. I, yeah, I, I definitely um, am one that is going, if I see something different, I'm going to reach out right then and there. I, it may be because I'm actually very super concerned. You could look at it that it's selfish reasons and I just wanna know. I. I'm definitely reaching out. <laughs> if you sent me a text, my friend sent me a text, anybody sends me a text and I think something's up, I'm either, more than likely I'm gonna call. Because things get so misconstrued in text messages, you don't, I, I'm guilty. I'm like, oh, what do they mean by that? <laughs> you know, and I, I need, <laughs> to call to get clarification well not only that but i feel like like in your case you know as far as text messaging is concerned like if you could reply just just one way or the other instead of <laughs> I, like i've seen that you've seen the message but there's no reply here and i don't know which way we're going with this right you're just like <laughs> i you what? know i <laughs> I do need to work on that, but I, I'm easily distracted. What? I <laughs> shiny lights. <laughs> I yeah, squirrel. <laughs> I, and so it's never intentional because I know I get frustrated when people don't text me back either. I'm like, oh, I need to know. Yeah, I'm working on that. That is, I, you're not alone. <laughs> oh, thank God. Because I would hate to think that it that it was just me or that no, there was something wrong with no, me. No, I'm. I, I need to focus more. <laughs> <laughs> Shiny lights. Shiny lights. Oh, yeah. I'm. I'm. Yeah. I'm terrible at that, but I'm working on it, Jason. Okay. We well, can't look. I keep telling you, we can't look in the past. No, you're certainly. Gotta not. move. We gotta move forward. We learn from our mistakes. Yeah. We, we move on. Yeah. Some we? just, you know, they take some of us a little longer. <laughs> but we're getting there. Yeah. Clearly. <laughs> clearly. Listen, okay. uh, you're funny. Uh, um, as we kind of wind this show down here tonight, there's a couple of things I want to say, and then I'll let you have your, your rebuttal or what have you. My rebuttal. Or, you know, your contribution to the conversation. Work with me here. Okay, <laughs> I'm working. I'm working with you. Now, this is going to seem like it's going to, I'm going to kind of go into a promo mode, and I'm really trying not to. 
but at the same time, like when I when I saw this passage or when I saw this meme, a number there was some people that came to mind instantly, and you know. Because like we said at the very top of the program, we're all dealing with something. Mm -hmm. We're all dealing with, sure. with some sort of issue in, in our world, in our lives that are is not necessarily filling our sails up with wind, right? Like it's just, it, it's deflating. It takes, you know, so, so much out of us to the point to where we just, we feel like we can't. We can't stand up. We can't move forward. We're not going backwards. We're just like stuck in neutral. We're like, in a low moment here and you know meanwhile we're allowing all kinds of different influences and people and situations to dictate what we're going to do with our lives or the future course of action a lot of what we talked about here tonight was you know there's there's a feeling of fear there's a feeling of i can't which i've i've already broken down here but let me tell you something you can if you are knocked down, if you are in a situation that is less than ideal, that is affecting you mentally, emotionally, or physically in, in, in some cases, and not for the better, I might add, uh, there, there is a way out. There, there is something, there is some sort of avenue that will get you to, to a better place that you are going to be treated better, that you're going to feel better, that, that you're going to, you know, flourish in. Now, I realize that when there's so much happening all at once, it does get overwhelming. It does become like this in some insurmountable challenge or obstacle that you just cannot, you know, move from or get around. It's not the case. Sometimes you have to dig deep into yourself. You're going to have to look into your soul, the very crevices of your soul in some cases, and find that one spark. You've got to find that one thing that is going to motivate you to get you to where you want to be. Is it because you want to get out of the, of the situation that, that you're in? Is it because you have an example to lead to, you know, to, to your kids? Because if you have kids involved, the last thing that they want is to see their parent or, or or guardian or what have you in a bad way, in a bad situation, because anybody that loves anybody wants them to be at their absolute best and happiest at all times. Is it going to happen 24-7? Absolutely not. That's unrealistic. But you can do what you can to make the better days outweigh the bad ones. Every day is going to be a challenge. Like every day we wake up and we have an, an opportunity to either stay in, in the situation that you're currently in that is not, you know, blowing wind up your skirt or what have you, or you can find a way to, to take a step forward. It doesn't have to be a, mon a monumental one because in some cases, in a lot of cases, life is, you know, it's a marathon. It, it's not a sprint. And every day... As long as you take a step forward to improve and to make you know this day here better than it was yesterday, you're ahead of, of the curve here. Sometimes you are going to have to rely on yourself. You're going to have to roll the dice on yourself in order to overcome what, whatever it is that, that you're dealing with. But when there are those days that it seems like 
You just can't. You, you just don't have the energy, mentally or physically. That's when having that rock in your family is going to be so important. There is nothing wrong, in my opinion, of, of asking for help. There is nothing wrong, in my opinion, for leaning on somebody when you feel like that you can't. Those people who truly care about you and truly love you, they're there for that very reason. Not just to celebrate all the good times. Not to, just, not to share what, with you all your grand moments, but to be there on your darkest days. To be there to pick you up when you feel like you can't stand back up. That's what it's all about. It's the yin and the yang, right? Right, for you, sure. You have anything you you wanted to add to that? I yeah, just everybody's mental health is just so important. Taking care is taking care of yourself and your mental health is huge. And when you find yourself in a spot not being able to take care of yourself, reaching out and asking for help like you said absolutely now I understand that some people feel that there is nobody that they can reach out to but there are hotlines there's doctors there there are there's always someone to reach out to you know there may be somebody in your life that you don't feel like you are necessarily close to at that time but if they see something that you may post on social media because that's what that's what a lot of people do now. Whenever they're having a bad day or something, that gets posted right on social media. Right. And a lot of times, you know, it's it is that's their cry for help without mm -hmm. without feel like I'm weak or I can't do this. So I'm just going to put this thing on social media for somebody to read and hopefully. <clears throat> In the back of their mind, they're hoping that somebody will see it, that can help, that will reach out. You know, that's happened how many thousands upon thousands of times, right? Yeah. Um, but there are those th those people that refuse to try to do anything to better their situation too. And there's only so much that another person or entity is going to do because if you don't make an effort yourself, if you don't, if you're not motivated, if you're not inspired to try to better your situation, there's only so, so much another person is gonna be able to do because nobody can live your life for you other than yourself. Right. You know, and that's where I think, especially in this day and age, like we, there's just so much em emphasis on how can I get further without putting in the work or allowing, <laughs> uh, you know, or, or uh, letting other people, you know, pick me up and place me there. That by and large, does not bode well. You've got to take a chance on yourself, and you are going to have to dig down deep into, like I said, I mean, into your soul, and you will find, you will find that, little that little flicker that has not been extinguished by all of these other influences that have, by and large, kept you down or beaten you into some sort of mental submission that you are not good enough fact of the matter is that's absolute BS in my book you are good enough even though you are having a bad day even though you are had you are in this situation that is compromising your happiness and in a lot of cases your well-being you can't do it and if if you don't have anybody that it, or you know in your life that you feel that you can lean on or that is your cheerleader listen to my words 
and I'm just, I'm just a, a normal guy here. But I firmly believe that everybody, you know, they deserve to have a happy life. If they are decent people, they deserve to have a, a happy and healthy life. I believe in you. I believe that you can do amazing things. And I believe that even though you have hit your, what your version of rock bottom is, I have no doubt that, you know, here today, you have established that you are on rock bottom. But tomorrow morning when you wake up, you can take a step forward. The day after that, you can take a step forward. As long as you put in an effort, honest effort, you can do amazing things, things that would probably blow your own mind. But in the days and the hours and, the, and when that storm is to be a little bit too much, it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to borrow somebody's umbrella to shield you from the constant rain and thunder and lightning that, that you feel like is encompassing your whole world. There is light at the end of the storm and it is the brightest light you will ever see. How was that? Well said. Okay. Good job. <laughs> um, we only have a couple more, more minutes here, but I wanted to say, you know, how much I appreciate you coming on. And you nailed it. Like, I knew you would. You came in here, she came in here just freaking right out. I don't know if I could do this. Full disclosure, that's how our podcast started. <laughs> I said, Wendy, I think I want you to come on and I want you to do a podcast. No, nobody. And like I said at the start of the show, it's the highest rated show on, on my podcast network. So it obviously, it's working out well for you. <laughs> well, listen, before we go. I'm all ears. Okay. So coming on a talk show, I watch talk shows. Sure. And usually the, the guest will present the host. Make sure I get my words <laughs> The guest will present the host with a gift. Um, yeah, you've never seen that? I, no, I guess I've not. seen it many times. So, I don't watch Oprah. <laughs> David Letterman. <laughs> I don't know. So I, of course, you know how my schedule is. It's always, I, I add way too much and, and I'm like, oh my gosh, what am I gonna get him? I'm standing at line at Hobby Lobby, and <laughs> I like Hobby Lobby. I love Hobby yeah. Lobby, but I'm standing in line, and I was purchasing stuff for uh, scrapbook, and anyway, and I'm like, I'm sitting there thinking, okay, I've got so much time before I gotta go here and there, and what am I gonna get him for? You know, a little gift to you know show my appreciation. I don't, you know, thanks for having me. <laughs> Things are getting me out of my shell. Anyway, I just <laughs> happened to look down, and I saw this, and I'm like, oh, "This, this is perfect." So, okay, I'm like huge on presentation. Usually, like I like wrapped crazy, but I ran out. <laughs> if you put duct tape on this thing, so, we're, no, we're struggling. For I this. did not even. I just put it in the bag. I'm like, oh, I'm so embarrassed. There's no tissue paper. There's no bow. There's no ribbon. There's, is there going to be like a glitter bomb or something that comes out? No, because listen. if there's a glitter bomb, I'm not doing this on the air. You had told me that you were kind of sad. You were, you know, thinking a lot about your brother, and it was an emotional, tough time for you. So. I, I saw this and I thought, well, this will, and the name of it. Uh, 
<laughs> How perfect is that, right? <laughs> you know who's going to get a kick out of this is Jim Burgett. I was like, yeah. oh my gosh. I'm like, it was meant to be. <laughs> this, this is wonderful. Oh. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. I really appreciate it. Oh. I didn't even know that's a thing. So now I now <laughs> you you taught me something here this week. And anytime I go on somebody else's show, I got to get them a gift apparently. Or when you have someone here, you're like, hey, where's the gift? Yeah, I <laughs> I didn't even know that that was a thing. It really. is. Okay. I saw it. Awesome. Oh. Well, as we as we wrap this up, let me uh, do my shameless plugs here real quick. First and foremost, we certainly appreciate everybody tuning in, not only here tonight on ONTV but to those of you who listen to our podcast, Wendy's World drops every Saturday morning beginning at midnight on the Echo Creations Podcast Network, powered by Anchor.fm. Um, we have a big stage show coming up here in a couple of weeks where I will be going live on stage for a motivational one-man stage show at the Picks in downtown Lapeer. That's on November the 12th at Join 7 us. p.m. And it's coming up real quick. Yes, it is. I'm um, excited. And then, uh, you know, a couple of days before that, we dropped the 100th episode of the Klaus to the Heart podcast. You got a lot going on. I do have a lot. You I, do. You know, too many irons in the fire, I guess. But listen, no one said being awesome was was easy because if that was the case, everybody would be awesome. Right. We we've clearly established that that just is not the case. Um, but in all seriousness, um, we certainly appreciate all of your support. And Wendy, I really appreciate you. Just Thank you are, you are a dream co-host for the podcast. This has been a lot of fun, and yeah, you came out of your shell tonight. Like I saw <laughs> a complete transformation between the time, like two minutes before we came on the air, to here and now. I had to uh, get it together. You did, and you did. You, you were phenomenal. So thank you uh, to Joe Johnson and the wonderful staff here at ONTV. We appreciate you, and we will see you right back here on November the 19th for the next installment of Close to the Heart Live on ONTV. TV.